What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, November 28th, 2022. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, as always, by my co-host, the dad you wish you all had, the local fatty and daddy of City Wrestling Radio, <laughs> Mr. Jose Oseguera. Wow, what an intro. Thank you very much, Corey Smith. How are you doing, and how is everybody doing with the Big Bellies post-Thanksgiving? Uh, I am doing great. Um, it is another day. post. You said post-Thanksgiving. Uh, sales are aplenty right now, you mm-hmm. know? I think everyone's got enough uh, turkey in their system. Um, I, I, I didn't have really any turkey. Um, I mm-hmm. had a little bit at work. There was a little like, hey, you guys want a little... Well, you're working Thanksgiving, so here's a pre-made dinner. It was really good. But, right. nonetheless, um, Thanksgiving, now Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And, you know, one one of the best sales there is, I think, and it's the best sale. It's all year round. It's uh, it's helping us at City Wrestling Radio. There you go. Because, like, you know, sometimes it just really helps us to take time out of your day to click the like, share, subscribe button down below. Uh, because it really does help out the show. Or... You know, frankly, I, I don't know. Don't, because uh, uh, YouTube, uh, it knows you. It, <laughs> at this point, it's 2022. Their algorithms are made <clears throat> to uh, to know everything you like and just give it to you right when you log in. So uh, don't click the like or subscribe button because we'll just show up in your feed anyways. Just keep watching. Uh, yeah. It helps us out, you know. Anyways, uh, we got a lot to get into today because uh, Sami Zayn, he has pledged his undying allegiance to the bloodline. We're going to take a look at Survivor Series War Games, uh, updates on both Randy Orton and Logan Paul, and uh, does AEW have a little problem in their championship division? We're going to take a look at that. All that and more this week on City Wrestling Radio. I don't know why I felt like I did a weird intro like that, but hey, let's get into it. Let's kick things off. War Games 2022. Uh, Jose, what did yes. you think of the show overall? Um, overall, I, I wanted <laughs> a little bit more bang for my buck, right? Uh, but we did get two amazing War Game matches. One that actually outperformed the other physically. Yeah. physically. Uh, but the other was a little bit more emotional and you know a lot more fun storytelling. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the story of the entire night was Sami Zayn and the Bloodline and uh, and all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, I don't know. I, I heard a lot of people complaining, like, it's really weird because I hear a lot of people, they're just, like, comparing this to, like, war games of, like, the 90s and the 80s. And I'm like, this you is different. Yeah. This is different. We even yeah. we, we might be able to compare this to the NXT war games. Sure. Even then, it's not main roster, right? Exactly. I mean, this is, you know, uh, they even said it on uh, last night. They were like, oh, this is every member of the Bloodline. This is all their first time in War Games. Where it's like Butch, although Butch was like, it was like his fourth War Games in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. The show overall, to me, um, it had its moments. You're right. I think the main part was it, it, it was Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. They're the ones that carried the entire show, mm-hmm. uh, despite you know having some other parts. Let's let's just get into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's let's go. All right. Uh, let's kick it off with the women's war games match. Uh, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, uh, Michin or Michan, Mia Yim, and Bianca Belair versus. 
<laughs> a uh, I don't know why I wrote this. A very leggy Rhea Ripley, a Nikki Cross, <laughs> and Damage Control. Uh, because uh, sorry, uh, I I think it's I said the the Rhea Ripley thing because like the, as soon as that match started, Twitter just lit up like they were the thir- thirstiest thing I've ever seen. I'm just like guys, let's simmer down. Mm-hmm. Although it was cool when you see that camera inside the cell and Rhea Ripley is just doing the pull ups. Yeah, Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So this is not the greatest War Games match of all time. This did get 39 minutes and 40 seconds, though. Uh, the match starts with Dakota Kai and Bianca Belair. And the start off with this five-minute interval clock, which at both matches started with. And I guess that's just the thing. But um, I don't know. It, to me, it was just... Mm, it was too long. That five minutes, I was just kind of... Like maybe cut it down to three. I th- I thought like yeah. I thought all the intervals should have been three minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> Which you know to me I was just like oh yeah I know war games it's fine and then it goes from three to minutes to five minutes and I was like what is going on there is mm-hmm. chaos in the ring can somebody please figure things out and yeah I don't know. Uh, Eo was next into the match. Eo she's great and I love her, but she messed up on one spot. I think it was, you know, there was a double knees in the corner to, uh, to somebody, Bianca Belair and Mm -hmm. she missed and she messed up and Boston crowd completely turned on her. Like they started booing her and I was just like, F you Boston. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think of this crowd? I mean, I I thought they were kind of quiet at times, and they were all over the place, in my opinion. Yeah, they were. I mean, it, it didn't seem like your average crowd, right? They they weren't as sm- as smart as uh, certain crowds could be. You know, Philadelphia, New York, um, San Francisco, yeah. San Francisco, Oakland. But um, no, no, just San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, it, it was strange. <laughs> uh, uh, that spot that you're talking about, it looked like there was a timing issue, and. Um, and uh, Bianca wasn't ready to take the knees. And yeah. I think she communicated that. And Io had to take a step back and she tried again. Yeah, yeah. When she tried again, that's when she tripped up. And then the third time was the, you know, was the one that hit. Asuka was next in and she ran wild. Nikki Cross comes in and beats down on everyone, brings in a bunch of weapons, and then uh, licks the fence for some weird reason. It, ew. It, you you saw that right? That was weird. Yeah, that, that's how you catch foot, head, and mouth. <laughs> Alexa Bliss comes in, and I'll give it to Alexa Alexa Bliss because she is uh, looking a lot more crisp in the ring. Mm-hmm. She is going faster than she ever has before. Uh, a, a lot more during you know, like right now, compared to during the Vince McMahon era in WWE. Mm-hmm. She is giving it her all, and I think she's been training. It seems like she's been training. At least that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, and can you maybe agree that there's a shift in her attitude? It doesn't seem like she's as happy as she usually is. You think so? Like her character or her... Not her character. I want to say her personal demeanor. Like she feels like she might be getting shafted. Okay. Um, But that's, you know, my speculation. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I mean, I think she's... uh, Like I said, to me, it seems like she's been working on her in-ring abilities. Oh, yeah, she looks great. Um, So I don't know. I haven't noticed that, but it is something to keep an eye out for. Yeah, give it a look next time. Uh, next comes then uh, Bailey comes in. And, like in this match, you know, it was the traditional, um, you know, heels have the advantage in the war games. And a lot of people were complaining about the main event, how the uh, the faces had the advantage. But it's like, 
look, we'll get to it, but I'm just going to say this right now. Roman is your draw there, and you want him last. Yeah, absolutely. Either last or first. No, you are you are 100% right. Uh, more weapons brought into the ring uh, with Bailey, Mia Yemen next, now Rhea Ripley. Uh, there is a cool, a very cool spot where Rhea Ripley hits a or holds a reverse cloverleaf on Asuka while uh, Io Shirai runs back and forth on the ropes, hitting a missile or a basement drop kick to Asuka. And then Becky Lynch comes in, and War Games has officially begun. Yes. Uh, Becky beats down on all the heels. Another cool spot where uh, Bianca goes for the KOD on EO, but she lands on her feet. Becky hits her uh, with the manhandle slam. And then uh, Becky goes for a manhandle slam on uh, Dakota Kai, but she lands on her feet. And then um, Bianca hits the KOD on Kai. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool spot. Yeah. Uh, we get KOD to Bailey in the cage. Then Bailey, or sorry, then Becky goes. Up to the top after uh, setting damage control on tables, uh, both Io Shirai and, or sorry, Io Sky and Dakota Kai. We know and, what you're talking about. I know. I'm just correcting <laughs> myself. You know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get. I, it's just. It's one of those things. Like, yeah, we know who you're talking about. But if I keep saying it in like three or like in a year, people are gonna be like, yeah. dude, her name Wrong. has been Io Sky for how long, and you're still saying Shirai? Yeah. It, it it rolls off the tongue better. I'm sorry. Okay. The fact that people were like, it's EO Sky. She's the genius of the sky. That sounds dumb. Saying, sounds redundant, yeah. If you say she's EO Shirai, the queen of the sky. Oh, ah, I love it. It's so much better. It's like a rapper using the same word to rhyme. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate that. That's like one of my pet peeves. It, well, yeah, it's just even like as as I get more into writing, you know, in my professional life, it's just like I'm like, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Becky set both Kai and Sky on the table, and then she goes up to the top of the cage and hits a uh, hits a Hogan style leg drop, brother. Because she, you know how she, she's back to the man gimmick. You know, mm -hmm. I was wrong. I was way off about AJ Lee. I get it. Sasha Banks. I guess she's fucking out of here. That's no nothing on me. But like, I haven't heard anything. But it just it seems like it at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so she's back and she's doing, you know, she's always done. She did the manhandle slam, which is, you know, the rock bottom. She now she's doing the leg drop okay. off the top. Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. No, sorry. She's doing it's the spinning solo. Like we all know mm. what it really is. Uh, but yeah, she gets the leg drop on Kai gets the pin and the win. That was a fun match. Great way to start the show. I mean, I think. Uh, we watched another show last week where I was sitting there saying the opening match just was not something that got me into the show, at what, you know, uh, with full gear. And I thought this match really, you know, despite it not being a great match, I was like, this is fun. I liked it. I wasn't a, a lot of points where I was like, ah, that looked horrible. And all right. Yeah, so there was that strange spot where Asuka was on the turnbuckle and she threw a kick to somebody. Then she fell off the turnbuckle. Yeah. She's like, oh, crap. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, Bianca still somewhat sloppy man i'm not very comfortable with her bianca yeah man uh, she's sloppy i mean she's great she physically she's awesome um she has a strength of a thousand men yeah. but for some reason there's just some things some certain kicks don't look believable hey, or they look strength, mistimed strength of a thousand men but made for a woman there you go um oscar believe it or not she's coming off a little sloppy um everybody else they, you know, they were. I don't, I don't want to say adequate because that's 
cold-blooded to say. They, they, it was it was a fun match. I had fun. Next up, we had uh, Jey Uso backstage talking to uh, Roman Reigns, his, the tribal chief, as we all know him as. You know, we got to acknowledge him. Um, uh, describing what happened last week or this past Friday night on SmackDown when Kevin Owens was telling Sami Zayn how he should turn on the bloodline before the bloodline turns on him, and that's when Roman asks the wise man Paul Heyman to call Sami Zayn into the the dressing room to have a discussion with him. So it was the start uh, kind of tonight of the storyline of Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Next up, uh, God, one of my kind of bigger letdowns of, of the past couple weeks, uh, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. This oh, match I was so ex- hoping for so much more. This match got 18 minutes and 25 seconds. I, I agree. I 100% agree uh, because you know, weeks ago when this match was made, I was so juiced. I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, Survivor Series from four years ago again. I'm so excited. But it, and maybe wrestling has changed. Maybe I've changed. I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, you know, I did this bag of chips get smaller? Or did I get bigger? Hmm. Type of situation. You know, did wrestling just get better around it? And I just got used to decent wrestling because these two men got in the ring and they just kind of. Nah. Paint by numbers, right? Had a match. What did you think of this match? Paint by numbers. Yeah. I mean, it felt like they were sparring at certain points. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like a big time event fight. It felt like something on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, AJ uh, came down with the club. Balor came down with Judgment Day minus Rhea Ripley. Uh, and you know, a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, why couldn't this just been a six person tag?" You know, you could have had a little bit more action to it. I think it would have. Overloaded the show with multi-person matches, though. Yeah, there, there weren't. Any, how many other single matches did you get? You got this and, the, and two women's matches. One, one. You're right. Yeah, yeah one. Um, like I said, I wanted this match to be more than it was, but it was mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two teams battle on the outside. They both disappear. Uh, there was a cool spot where uh, AJ goes for a coup de gras. Balor dodges. Finn hits his. Um, uh, Finn hits, he goes for a Styles Clash too. You know, they both, and I think that was like something that was happening the entire night too, where a lot of people were mm-hmm. doing that spot where they were trading moves. Uh, Cav Crusher to Balor. Balor battles out, hitting, a, uh, slamming AJ's head down to the mat. The two exchange a series of kicks. Then we just get a phenomenal forearm to Finn Balor. And as uh, they, you know, uh, Dennis um, Reynolds says, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, then it just, yeah. Kind of ends. You, you know, know, whoever produced this match, you should be apologizing up and down in the internet, dude. I'm sorry. And I, it better not be Kurt Angle's son. <laughs> oh, uh, Jason Jordan? Yeah. Well, you know what? I think that their job was saved. I, I do. I really do. Really? Well, because as much as... Because I'm just going to move on. Because that match, it was what it was paint by numbers i didn't like it i didn't like it and i like what you said about whoever produced this match because mm-hmm. yeah they were probably in trouble for about 10 minutes you know until this next match happened oh, i got overshadowed <laughs> you know, whoever produced that last match was like oh thank god oh my god <laughs> balor aj we're good we're good guys <laughs> um but no i mean the the aj um aj finn match 
it, it was what it was, and I guess they're just I don't know. Maybe AJ's just getting older. Maybe I do think he needs to trim his hair. It's getting a little long. Yeah, it's getting a little long. Let's go back to the soccer mom do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm saying next up, Ronda Rousey uh, defeating Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, as a lot of us know her by, uh, for the SmackDown retaining the SmackDown Women's Title. First off, I would love to say I love how Shotzi is built from Oakland, California. I was just about to say that. that Take is, the out of my mouth. That is really yeah. cool because you don't see that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And then you, you see other Bay Area people like uh, Will Hobbs, who's built from East Palo Alto. It's just like. Mm-hmm. That's awesome how they're not just being like, oh, no, you're from San Francisco or you're from Los Angeles. Yeah. You know? Uh, Usos, are they built from Hayward or from no, San Francisco? No, no, no. Uh, they, I, I, think they, I think they used to get built from San Francisco. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure back when they came in, you know, when they had the, you know, the neon face paint and things like that, mm-hmm. that they were built from San Francisco. Okay. Um, but... The Shotzi Ronda Rousey, oh, this match seemed very clunky at times. Uh, it seems like Ronda is continuing this trend of just dominating every moment she is in, anytime, anywhere. And I don't think she really gets what. I don't know, man. I can't sit there and really say that because she's working in the business and I'm not. But yeah, to me, it seems like why is she dominating every single thing? Like she seems like she's overpowering the situation, you know? Yeah. You get, she's trying to get fiend over here. Like she, and it's not like politicking, but I think it's more of like, she doesn't want to put other people over, you know? Or doesn't know how. And well, you know, I think she looks at someone like Shotzi and says, this is not a credible threat. Mm-hmm. You know, why should I be selling for her? But there was a lot of times where she should have been selling more. And she should have been doing a little bit more for this match. But mm-hmm. it was just more uh, Ronda dominating the entire time. Um, this was not a good match at all. In fact, probably one of the worst matches I've seen in WWE TV in a long time. Ronda seemed like she didn't want to sell at all, like I just said. Mm-hmm. And uh, for shots in the entire match, and I don't know, kind of getting sick of that uh, that stuff. I'll say that. I'll say stuff. Uh, There was a cool spot, though, where Ron... There was a cool spot. I will give Ronda this. There was when Shotzi was coming off the top, Mm -hmm. and she hits her with a judo throw, or she catches her and hits her with a judo throw. Can I say I hate that move so much? A standing judo throw? I hate that move. Why? It it just looks lame. It it looks like a standard Steven Seagal. Well, this was when Shotzi was coming off the top rope. That's what made it good, right? Yeah. But when she does the standing throw, it, it's just very amateurish. I, I hear you. And it's just, it's all she does. And I yeah. think it's one of the things, it's like, it's one of the things that's like, oh, that's, they do that in UFC and the wrestlers can take it, you know? Well, they punch each other for real in UFC. Come on. Well, that's the thing, is the wrestlers can actually take the uh, the judo throw. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's horrible. <sighs> just do an arm drag. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. So despite the cool spot, there was a very, 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 very horrible botchamania, probably top 10 of the week spots where, so Ronda's on the outside of the ring apron and Shotzi's on the inside and Shotzi gets, uh, Ronda by her hand and then she climbs up, uh, climbs up the ropes, kind of, you know, standing on that that top rope, not on the turnbuckle, but on the rope. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, like I said, and then it seems like she's going to go for a DDT maneuver from the top rope, hitting Ronda to the outside. Um, but Ronda, I don't know if it was some sort of miscue of what was going on or what, but she holds onto that top rope, allowing Shotzi to fall to the outside in a completely botched what the fuck just happened spot. Yeah, I take it back. Bianca is a super athlete. She's a great worker. This 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 woman, man. Arg. That's what I'm gonna say. Arg. It, it just to me it seems ridiculous. It seems I know there could be miscommunications, but it seems like there's a lot of that, and there was a lot of that in this match. Like there was even that Don't other you... spot where she got caught in the ropes. You know, it always feels like she's doing this. Oh no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying earlier. It doesn't seem like she wants to. And what I mean by she doesn't know what it means to be a pro wrestler, it's like to be a pro wrestler, you're putting on a show. You're not just going there saying you're the baddest bitch on the planet. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. your character. But the baddest bitch on the planet has to lose every now and again mm-hmm. and not just be built up to be this unbeatable force every single time. At, at least be in peril every once in a while. You know, Becky Lynch at is least. A, Becky Lynch isn't going to headline WrestleMania every year. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Ronda Rousey has to learn that sometimes she's going to lose in the opening match on Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And that's point blank. That's wrestling. If that's what the storyline calls for, that's what it needs to be. And your shotgun take of the week by Corey Smith, Boom. ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Uh, so then she, uh, there was a, they battle into the crowd. Um, I do love. They battle into the crowd, and then uh, Shotzi jumps off the barricade onto Rousey, Baszler, and then like they're like, "Oh, three fans!" <laughs> the fans are selling; <laughs> they're selling more than the wrestlers. They, they're just oh, those, like, those, "That had to be plants, oh, right?" Oh, oh, dude, they were like three buff dudes wearing sweatpants yeah. and wrestling mm-hmm. shirts. Yeah, sweatpants. Buff guys no, no, no. wearing sweatpants. They're Wait, wrestlers. They're wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, back in the match, uh, right when they get back in the ring, Ronda hits uh, Shotzi with a Piper's Pit, armbar, submission, victory, because that's Ronda Rousey. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, next up, we have Sami Zayn. He comes in to speak with the Tribal Chief in the back locker room, and, uh, well, Sammy admits everything, you know, and he doesn't lie. He tells Roman exactly how it went down. He says, Kevin Owens came up to me, he told me I should turn on you guys before you turn on me. And, you know, Roman asked, why didn't you, uh, or why did you lie to Jay? He says, well, he was going to have a match for the War Games uh, advantage. And I didn't want him to think about that. I didn't want that on his mind. I didn't want that weighing him down. So I chose not to tell him. And I withheld information from him. And then, he, excuse? Says, then he said, no, I lied to him. And I lied to him for this reason. And uh, Roman stands up and he gives Sammy a hug. But. He's still unsure about Sami Zayn's loyalty. So what did Kevin say? What did Kale say? Yeah. Well, it was just the, you know, the whole, you know, you should turn on them before you turn on. And it's just, <clears throat> we'll see where it goes, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But, dude, the payoff better be good because this Bray Wyatt payoff stuff is not working out. <laughs> I forgot about Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He hasn't been on a pay-per-view, has he? Since hmm. Saudi. Uh, Austin, next up, Austin Theory. Uh, defeated Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley in 14 minutes and 50 seconds to become the two-time United States champion. Um, I mean, 
to say this was match of the night so far, Jose, is not saying much at all. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. it was technically match of the night so far. Hey, nice swerve, nice finish. I'm down. I mean, there's a lot of disappointed faces out there, but I was I was happy that they fooled me. What did What did you think of the match? I thought it was a decent match, decent three way. Yeah, uh, that final spirit could have been better. But that's okay. I understand they were trying to avoid injury or what have you. Um, I, I, like I said, I like the swear finish. Uh, the crowd just in shock. That was great. It's I think rare crowd, that you see that. I think WWE fans know that after if like a title change happens after a match, if you go like this, like if you open your mouth and you look shocked, you're gonna get on TV. <laughs> Maybe that's what we I do. I do it every time at a WWE show just to try to make it on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's how uh, the Undertaker guy. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Undertaker! That was a supercell, lost. right? That looked like a supercell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Austin Theory is looking a lot better, as much as I hate to admit it. Uh, Lashley is uh, his weird open sore on his chest is starting to heal too, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that because I was kind of gross. I'm not trying yeah. to be weird about it, but it mm-hmm. was like this weird. It looked like a burn or open, like it was like this thing on his chest, and he had like this plastic tape over it. But it's mm-hmm. just like I can see it. I'm just like, yeah. dude, there's an open sore on your chest, and you're wrestling still. I think that plastic tape is for burns. Maybe, maybe it was a burn. Yeah, maybe he he got burned really bad right there. What is he? What he get burned? What is he into? The wizard caught him backstage. Mm. Well, the wizard. Yeah, Jericho the wizard. Oh, maybe. oh, okay. I was like, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this match had a lot of Bobby Lashley running wild. There was a cool spot though where uh, Bobby Lash Bobby Lashley taught was tossed into the uh, ring post, but he stops it. Uh, but after he stops it, out of nowhere, Seth Rollins comes flying with a knee, knocking Lashley over to the ring keeper's area. Uh, then Lashley was tossed into some stairs. Austin Theory runs wild with the stairs, knocking out both men. Uh, Lashley he does uh, he kicks out of a pedigree. He, like I said, he's running wild this entire match. Uh, there is a uh, there's a lot of going in at, uh, like a lot going into the end of this match. So let's take a look at it. All right. uh, Rollins goes up to the top for a Phoenix splash. Lashley dodges. Theory throws uh, Rollins to the outside. We get a rolling blockbuster to Lashley. Theory goes for the A town down. Lashley reverses uh, into a hurt lock. Theory kicks into the turnbuckle, almost pinning Lashley when Rollins finally. Hits a frog splash, breaking up the count. Um, Lashley uh, knocks out both men. He puts both men in the hurt lock. Uh, they break out. Rollins hits the elevated stomp off of uh, was it off of Lashley onto Theory? Onto uh, no, the other way around. Off of Theory onto Lashley. Okay, onto yeah, okay. And uh, Rollins goes for the suplex uh, Falcon Arrow combo to Theory. Uh, that's while Rollins has Theory up for the Falcon Arrow. Lashley spears Rollins, allowing Theory to fall on top of Rollins and get the pin and the win. And, I don't know, like, it was it was decent. Like, you're right, the end of the match is a little... Eh, eh. Mm. But, I don't know. You, yeah, did, don't you get a sense now that Austin Aries has matured some? Theory. Uh, yeah, what am I thinking? Uh, You're thinking Theory. Boston Aries. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, it seems like he's matured some uh, performer-wise, character-wise. Um, I hope so because Austin Theory, he's one of those people that got called out in the Me Too thing, and not mm-hmm. just for something that was just hey, 
some you know he got called out for texting a minor allegedly and it's hard to really be into him and i hope whatever i hope that was not true but you're right he is maturing and he is getting better and i hate to keep bringing up things but things like that do kind of stay in the forefront (laughs) of my yeah 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 and sometimes you have to remind people who people are right yeah oh and i'm not you know sitting here he he may have evolved we don't know. And we, that might have been all bullshit, too. We don't that, know. That, too. Allegations it's, are it's that. allegations. That's, that's mm-hmm. all they were. Because right. I would never sit here on air and say this is exactly happened because I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But that's just what I think about when I watch What I do know is that he's the new Raw heavyweight champion. I'm not calling it the U.S. championship. It's the Raw heavyweight championship. Well, hopefully Theory doesn't get too raw. Next <laughs> up, we have the men's war games match. Kevin Owens uh, wearing his Dusty Rhodes, his his fabulous Dusty Rhodes t-shirt, baby. It's his bionic elbow. Listen, Love that. Baby. And for some, okay, what's up with Kevin Owens wearing jeans lately? Yeah, what's, what's that deal? It's weird, right? Mm-hmm. It, he, I don't know. I, I So one thing, after The Rock was, after I learned about, you know how The Rock wore the uh, Adidas fit back mm-hmm. in the day? He wore that yeah. because he ha- was having like shoulder, like he had like tape all over his chest. Because mm-hmm. he had a shoulder uh, injury or whatever. So, like, or he was getting uh, work on his shoulder. So he wore that to cover everything up. So now every I, time I see I heard somebody... differently. Okay. I heard that he had uh, breast surgery. They had some uh, chest reduction okay, well, surgery. He had some sort of surgery, mm-hmm. you know, that he wanted to not show. Mm-hmm. So that's why he wore the clothes. Right, you know. So now every time I see somebody wear different clothes, I'm like, "The fuck's up? Like, what's going on mm-hmm. here?" Just like a couple of weeks ago, when um, uh, Ricky Starks was wearing something different, I was like, "Why are you wearing just like a random like it was like jeans and like a cut off like a a midriff uh, football jersey?" Yeah, yeah. No, you know, for a while, Kevin Owens was seeing um, criticism over his pickup basketball player look, right? Because <laughs> he had like. Uh, he had tall wrestling boots, knee 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 pads. Yeah. But then he brought these like Jordan shorts out, and then he had the the cut off tank. So he looked like a guy at the rec center. Like I got next. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely had those uh those shorts you would get at Ross that are like way too long. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, That's oh, these are cool. Like, but they are way too long. So you have to like pull them all the way up to like under <laughs> your chest, and you're just like, and you had to untuck that shirt so you can hide where the waistband was. Exactly, you're fine. Uh, so Theory, new champ. Good for him. Good for you. Good uh, for you. Next up, uh, we get the men's war games match. The the main event. Main event time. Kevin Owens, uh, Drew McIntyre, Brawling Brutes versus the Bloodline. Uh, 38 minutes and 30 seconds, which I think is really funny because I think what was the other match, the other war games match got about the same. 39 minutes and 40 seconds. So they were pretty mm-hmm. much uh, to the T, um, uh, the exact amount of time. Uh, so we started this match off where Butch and Jay Uso start the match, and uh, I, I kind of knew where it was going. I didn't know how they were going to get there, but I knew the second Jay Uso was the first person. I was like, "Oh, Sammy's the second person in there." Yeah, I and I thought Sammy was going to, you know, be more uh, upfront about it, but it didn't. But anyways, Butch and Jay are in the uh, ring. The two men taunt each other for a good minute or two, uh, and this is where the five minute clock didn't feel as long, but. Mm. Uh, Butch lures Jay into the second ring, and uh, Butch is working on Jay's fingers. Oh, and I didn't edit these notes down. Anyways, 
I'm going to go off memory because I don't want to fucking read all of those. Yeah, so, let's go. A lot of stuff happening in this match. Uh, Sami Zayn comes in next, but it's not because, like I said, it's not because I thought. I thought he was going to push past Jimmy and just say fuck it, and then everyone's going to be like, what's going on mm, with Sami? Yeah. Um, that would have been, been better. I think that would have been a little bit better, a little bit more suspense to it. But instead, the second, per- the third person to go in was uh, he. Jimmy tried to go in, and that's when Roman held him back and said, Sammy, you go in. Uh, they all get in the ring. Eventually, all ten men get in the ring. There is a cool spot where they do – everyone does like 20 beats of the Bowery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, they, everyone did 25. They didn't all do 25. Like some people did seventeen, some people did twenty five, some people it was over. Hey, buddy, you don't have to count. It doesn't have to be exact science. I mean, does it though? It doesn't have to be twenty five on I mean twenty on the dot. Yeah. Um towards the end of the match though, we get uh For me ten is enough, by the way. Ten? Yeah. <laughs> ten well, is enough for me. Uh you know, it was kinda cool when they did everyone at one time if they did ten if they all did ten at the same time, that was kinda cool. Yeah. But the fact mm-hmm. that they were doing like 20 and I don't know. It was a little much. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of this match, though, somebody is bleeding, although I'm not sure who it is because there is blood on Roman's arm. I mm-hmm. did notice that. And nobody else is really pointing this out, but somebody was co- either coughing up blood and I just I hope it wasn't Roman. I'm just yeah, saying. For a second, I thought Jimmy was bleeding from the face, but then I was like, well, maybe it's his hair. Dude, that's the one thing. I He has the best hair. Because any time I look at him, I'm like, oh, dude, he's busted. Oh, oh nope, his hair. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's hair. Yeah. It's hair. Don't worry. It's good. Uh, so then uh, KO and Roman kind of go at it. A stunner attempted. We get a Superman punch to KO. Pop-up powerbomb to a stunner to Roman. Oh, I haven't seen that in a while. That's what I know. I do like the pop-up powerbomb over the uh, over the stunner. stunner. I hate mm-hmm. I hate when Kevin Owens does the stunner. Don't like the stunner, actually. Don't like it too much. It was Stone Cold's <laughs> move. Not a big fan of it. I like Cutter. I like a good yeah. cutter, but I don't yeah. like a good stunner. Uh, Sammy stops the ref. Uh, that's when Sammy and KO get uh, in each other's face. Uh, Jimmy goes for a super kick to KO. That's when um, we goes for a super kick, and then KO catches it. We get a low blow to KO by Sammy Zayn. That's when Sammy or KO's in the corner. Sammy hits a huluva kick after giving the orders by Roman. And uh, he gives him the Huluva kick. Jay Uso goes for the splash, gives him the splash, and Jay Uso pins Kevin Owens to win War Games. Yeah, we get that cool uh, catch of um, Kevin Owens that Sammy did. Almost like a goodbye hug. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know where they go at this point. I mean, to me, I think the only way they can go is like they'd have to build it up to where the bloodline completely turns on Sammy. Like or com- Jay. I don't think the bloodline's turning on Jay. It may, I mean, it's a, it's a, I don't okay. So we travel. didn't we didn't talk about that part. You know, there was okay. a big moment in the match where, you know, Sammy is doing everything he can to help Jay. He even pulls Jay out of the way of you know, Butch running into him and he hits the cage. Uh, and then at one point, you know, Jay goes for a super kick on somebody. I think it was on Butch, and then he moves out of the way mm-hmm. and hits Sammy. And then Jimmy tries to pick up Sammy and. Jay says, "No, nah, man. Let's let's just get. We got this match, you know. Uh, you know they kind of went at it for a bit in this match, and mm-hmm. you you think this is going to lead to repercussions for Jay? I don't think right away. I think the ultimate swerve will be to end the, the storyline with them turning on Jay. So then, 
I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Because but then now he's breaking up the Usos. Point to Sammy. Yeah, and isn't it about time? Temporarily, or but what do you do for what do you do with Jimmy? Like I just don't so, get what you so, do with them. Like they're a great tag team. Naomi for a second. <laughs> they're just I I mean okay I mean if you think if you went down that road yeah it would be fun it would be great but it would have to be yeah they kick Jay out and then Jimmy's like that's my brother it's like you can't talk to your brother and then eventually mm-hmm. Jimmy would have to leave too you yeah. know what I mean and then yeah you can do the downfall to where and we were talking about this weeks ago to where Sami Zayn is the one person that's still with Roman you know mm-hmm. the one person that's still by his side everyone. Solo left him. The Usos left him. Hell, you could even say Paul Heyman leaves him at one point, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But Sami Zayn will be the one person carrying those titles down, kind of being the uh, the uh, the council. I don't know what fucking Paul Heyman calls himself every week. <laughs> Some different every week. The hanger on. Yeah, but that was uh, War Games 2022 Survivor Series. So. You know, C+, plus, some matches better than others. Yeah. yeah sure. uh, you, oh, you know why I give these guys props? Remember when all the women were in the corner and they were doing that big pyramid of death powerbomb? And they just gave up on it? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, I was not again. Yeah. And then when I saw it dismantled, I was like, oh, Well, I thought they were going to I thought they were going to just get all 10 women to do it, you know. That's why I, I was so against it. Yeah. Uh, let's move on though. War Games is done. We move on. And as we move on to the future, we take a look at our past technically because one person okay. who knows a thing about uh, does a thing about a thing or two about war games is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He was involved in maybe one or two. Uh, I know at least one, because uh, mm-hmm. after a twelve year absence, the sixty nine year old Ricky Steamboat uh, made his uh, in ring return this year or this weekend, teaming mm-hmm. with uh, FTR to take on Nick Aldis, Jay Lethal, and Brock Anderson. Um, this, you know, this had a lot of people kind of scratching their heads when, because uh, he refused to do Ric Flair's last match uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean, he did end up defeating um, Jay Lethal, Brock Anderson, and Nick Aldis, who that raises some questions about Nick Aldis now. He's performing more. I think he's going somewhere. But mm. Jose, do, do you think this is, this is, this has got to be it for Dragon, right? No, you know what? That decision not to wrestle Ric Flair was actually a smart decision, and I think he's he's smart enough to know we need someone to carry this match, and it ain't gonna be you, brother, and it's not gonna be me. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And so we opted for this match instead. And look who was in this match. You had Super every crunch. everyone in this match. You know, you had FTR, Brock, even Brock Anderson. Everyone in this match is a worker. Brock Anderson, yeah. son of Arn Anderson. You know, yeah, Arn Anderson present at the match. Yeah. So I need to see clips. I need to see what Ricky looks like in action at age sixty nine. I mean, he looked good in his attire. I'll say that. I saw pictures. Yeah, he looked great, yeah. So, good for him. Uh, next up, we get some injury updates on Randy Orton and Logan Paul. Because according to multiple sources, although first reported by Fightful Select, Randy Orton underwent back fusion, back fusion surgery earlier this month. Holy Christ. Uh, Randy's wife posted on Instagram. She said, seven wonderful years with the man of my dreams. You're the batshit crazy, but so am I. I trust you, and you trust me. We could conquer the fucking world together if we whoa, feel like whoa. it. But for now, I just want you to be my daddy and me uh-huh. to be your mama and raise our beautiful children together as one big family. 
Um, yeah, she goes on to just saying love, family, loyalty. That's what we have tattooed on ourselves. That's what we stand for. Happy anniversary. I love you. But it was all accompanied with a picture of him in the hospital after the surgery. Yeah, <laughs> he looked very knocked up. And she says at the end of this, by the way, if y'all only knew why this picture was taken. So I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it's kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, per the uh, uh, the my health do oh sorry my health dot alberta dot <laughs> damn Biden <laughs> you know what's funny I'm writing for fucking media and that's what I did for myself I messed myself mm-hmm. uh, per the my health dot alberta dot ca recovery from a lower back uh, fusion surgery may take four to six weeks to get uh, back to doing simple activities such oh, as a long time such as light housework you know. Uh, but it may take six months to a year for the back to get better completely. You may need to wear a back brace um, while your back heals, and your doctor may have to go in for a uh, physio or for you to go to physiotherapy. Yeah, <clears throat> but that, like I said, per uh, that's those are Canadian doctors, so it could be completely <laughs> different. Americans, we're built, we're built for tough here, <laughs> so you yeah. Know. Six weeks, he'll be back. It's fine. (laughs) Now, on to Logan Paul, who hit YouTube uh, earlier this week to give us an update. Because according to Paul, he suffered a uh, grade three MCL tear and is planning to to treat the injury with with just a brace and rehab. Uh, Doctors gave Paul a minimum of a six weeks uh, recovery time, which is the standard recovery time for this injury. Uh, which is uh, usually about a four to eight week um, recovery. He did say he was soaking it in rice, so <laughs> that apparently helps. Well, that you know that uh, recovery time lines up with a special uh, time of the year, right? <laughs> Wait, one, two, how many? It is about six weeks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Jose, Logan Paul, Randy Orton. Definitely not the same situations here, but what do you think their futures are looking like? Uh, okay, for Paul, he's going to be around for a long time, unfortunately. Uh, maybe he'll convince me later on, but this is bad news for Randy, man. Anytime you have, like, a back surgery, fusion, th- those are tough to recover from, especially Matt trying Hardy to did. bombs. And, it, yeah, and uh, how long did it take him? Do we know? Uh, I mean... Completely, I don't know, but he was out of action for a long time to where he, yeah, so speedy recovery, you know, yeah, yeah. I know, you know, we we talk some smack about you, but we love you, dog. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I love Randy Orton nowadays. I think I heard some stories of him being an asshole earlier in life, but I'm sure Mm -hmm. he'd probably be like, Yeah, I was an asshole earlier in life. (laughs) That's the thing about Randy Orton. Uh, one thing about Logan Paul, though, if you guys didn't know. Did you see this? He has his own. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna get this? I don't know. I'm debating it. <laughs> it's forty five dollars. It's only available for another week. MattelCreations.com. Uh, if you guys want to go get it, it's forty five bucks. I got my. Like I said, I got my Hogan and my Terry Funk this week. Although one of the boxes was fucking smashed. Oh, you bastards! Okay, let's move on. Harder though, money. Because you know, I can't sit here all day and talk about toys. Maybe we should get an interim host. No, I, I'm done with interim. Over mm. it. Because I think everyone should be done with interim titles. Yeah. Uh, the AEW, earlier this week, Thunder Rosa, she finally, she did it. She relinquished the AEW women's title. I'm sure kicking and screaming. I'm sure she did because, I mean, she 
she left kicking and screaming. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people wanted her to drop that title that night to that, with that injury, but she didn't want to do it. Uh, this comes after weeks of speculation of rumors of Tony Khan wanting to make this move. Now, the interim championships on AEW are clearly been, uh, I would say, it's clearly a mess and a headache. More, It's more of a headache than it's worth, you know? Jose, what do you think? Uh, what do you think AEW should do in the future? What do you? How do you think they should have handled this situation? Should yeah, there be um, interim champions? We talked about it uh, a couple episodes ago, maybe last episode, but we definitely have to go the Jack Tunney route. Ninety days. Uh, if you can't compete, you're stripped. Thirty days, whatever it is, just make a standard and stick with it. Yeah. Well, I think AEW overall needs to go through a whole overhaul. You know. Uh, with their rules and you know this whole and thing. the rating system that's still kind of weird. I mean, do they still even do the rating system? I mean, I think everyone... they do it online. I saw it a couple of weeks ago. Really, I haven't even seen it. That's news to me. I mm-hmm. think we should be on uh, a rating watch. You know, yeah. but I I don't know. They have this whole thing where it's like they had the you know they they had the 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 wrestling company where everyone just comes in and does what they want. Oh, mm-hmm. that gimmick doesn't work. Let me switch it up to this gimmick. Oh, I don't want to drop the title. I'm injured. That's not fair to take it off me. Have an interim title like they have in UFC. No, dude. No, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. You know. And even with this, it seems to me that Tony Khan's over it too because since uh, having uh, Thunder Rosa relinquish this title, Tony Storm, who was the interim champion, her interim championship has now turned into. A legit championship. Yeah, it's been uh, retroactively confirmed after losing it. Yeah, yeah, which is the weirdest fucking thing to me. It's just like, what? It yeah. won't be weird in six months when it, you know, everywhere you read, you know, former champion, it won't read former interim champion. Yeah, but that's good news. Yeah, it, it to me, it's just like two-time champion, legit. Yeah, um, it just seems very weird to me. This whole situation in AEW. Um, I, I agree. Rule. Jack mm-hmm. Tunney, I think it should be a 30 day rule, but you know, per circumstances, you know what I mean? And make it, but they need to like set up a series of rules. You know, they didn't have the AEW rule book, put out a book, sell the book. You'll make money <laughs> off the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we'll go back and we'll make a, amendments. Exactly. Amendments, you know what I'm saying? And we'll, you know, we'll be like, Oh, that's weird. This match ended like this, but per the AEW rule book right here, (laughs) page thirty-two, subsection two of the of the Aubrey Plaza code. You know, (laughs) no, sorry, not Aubrey Plaza. (laughs) I love that woman. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, what's her name? Aubrey Edwards. There you go. I'm sure Aubrey Plaza would make a great referee in AEW. Oh yeah, valet. Uh, So, like I said, Thunder Rosa, her time as champion is done, and. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad uh, now. Uh, Jamie Hayter is now the the legit women's champion. There's no, um, you know, there's no. She's not gonna have to fight anyone for it to keep it. Now she she is mm-hmm. the champion. Good for her. And it really builds a new star in Jamie Hayter too. So. Yeah, and it also wants to come back and challenge. You're free to get the first rematch. Yeah, absolutely. And then we go to our last topic of the night: Wrestle Kingdom 17. Well. While it was announced a few weeks ago that there would uh, there would only be one night of Wrestle Kingdom on the week of January 4th, well, mm-hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling said, hold my drink, because it announced a second night of Wrestle Kingdom 17, 17 days later. Why? What? On uh, January 21st at the Yokohama Arena. Well, 
And the company did make a statement on their website saying after January 8th, 2022, they did do a third night last year at the Yokohama Arena of Wrestle Kingdom. They said they sold out the arena. January 21st, we'll see the same special festival of an event for the second year. This year, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Noah collide on a card full of interpromotional battles. What does this special night have in store for 2023? Stay tuned for more information. I'm guessing it's a bunch of more interpromotional battles. Well, I'll say this. Uh, now, this does fall on a Saturday, and it was announced uh, a couple weeks ago that Sting, Darby Allen, and the Great Muda will be performing at a Pro Wrestling Noah show one day later in Japan on the 22nd in a six-man tag match. Okay. And a lot of people are, are speculating that this second night of Wrestle Kingdom could be because a certain company might be making their Tokyo debut or, or uh, Japan, yeah, Tokyo and Yokohama Arena, Tokyo debut, AEW doing uh, as a third company to the show. Jose, do you think this is an excuse? Because a lot of people aren't going to be available January 4th for the night of Wrestle Kingdom. Right. What do you really what do you, what do you think what do you think's happening here? Yeah, man, this is to, totally could be an excuse to let uh, AW Town come up and uh, you know open the forbidden door for once, start the year off great. Um, more and more companies are taking the lead from WWE and doing multiple night events. Now, why not move the January fourth event to January twenty? Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's, it's, tra it's tradition. Yeah, it's tradition. Tokyo Dome. Okay. Um, you know, it's a giant, a giant uh, a baseball stadium. So, mm -hmm. you know, that kind. Of, you know, just yep. laws and stuff. Then sure. whatever. No, and um, it was probably booked months ago, right? Yeah, and it, it's always January. It's January fourth every single year. It okay. doesn't matter. Regardless what, of day. Yep. Regardless of day. Mm -hmm. Which is fucking annoying sometimes, but whatever. Oh yeah. Tuesday. What the fuck you mean? I gotta watch something at two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. I think me and me and Michael did that one time. We didn't do a show immediately after, but mm -hmm. we were we were messaging back and forth. No, no I, I was there. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Seventeen days late. You know what's really funny about this though is the fact that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be 35 for the first night of Wrestle Kingdom and 36 yeah. for the second night of Wrestle Kingdom. Sweet. So I'll be a little older and a little wiser. <laughs> a little wiser, yeah. Uh, by the time the uh, second night of Wrestle Kingdom comes around. So, Is there any particular AEW star you'd like to see at um, Wrestle Kingdom? I don't know about a Wrestle Kingdom, but there's going to be a bu bunch of AEW stars I want to see when they come to the Cal Palace here in San Francisco, California. <laughs> We just got our. Well, I I got my ticket to Dynamite, and mm, I'm contemplating Dynamite now because it lands on you know it's a Wednesday. Uh, it is at five. I don't know. I'm up in the air. You know. Well, I think doors at four because you know they do like a, but they keep the fans like uh, entertained. They're not just mm -hmm. like, okay, here's a commercial. Stand up, sit down. Stand up, sit down. Like Justin yeah. Roberts, I think, like sings mm -hmm. to you or something. <laughs> He's like dancing. He's like, is that good, guys? Da -da -da -da. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I just got my ticket to Dynamite, so I'm super excited. I'm super juiced. It's going to be my first AEW show I'm going to. Yeah, I'm um, waiting for Revolution to go on sale. I'm so on that. Yeah, because it goes on sale Friday, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't I don't think – I don't even think there's, like, a pre-sale, so don't even look for that. Don't even <laughs> don't, bother. Don't bother. Don't even bother looking. Look at the pretty bird over here. Yeah, exactly. Over there. 
Um, so my plan for that week, I think, okay, I know this is just whatever. I think I might try to take like Wednesday through Monday off. Yeah. Because, and I talked, and I, I, I sent this tweet out. Look at you got uh, Wednesday dynamite Thursday. There's nothing happening right now, but you never know what can uh, what can pop up. And I thunder might show up. What <laughs> thunder might show? Yeah, WCW Thunder might have a show. We might get Glacier. Uh, nice. Uh, but then Friday we have a Rampage at Cal Palace, mm-hmm. which you know I might I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eventually. Okay. But tickets, there's still so many left that I'm just like. I can wait. Um, yeah, I can wait because that's not my concern right now. My concern mm-hmm. is a revolution on Saturday yes. or Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a oh, I thought it was Saturday. Damn. No, it's a, it's a Sunday show. Damn, it's a Sunday show. But then uh, what do you call it? West Coast uh, Pro Wrestling is on that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So with all those AEW talent in town who have connections to West Coast, dude, I'm I'm putting money that Will Hobbs will be there. I'm putting money that you know somebody like Thunder Rosa could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, people that used to work, a Jungle Boy might show up. Can you imagine? You know what I mean. So oh, now his name is Jack. And and I'll put it out there. I feel like the acclaim would be would show up too. I don't know why. I'm not I'm not saying anything. I don't know shit. Even people who probably <laughs> like, if there's anybody at West Coast and they see this, probably like, what are you saying this shit for, dude? You don't know yeah, anything. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I just want that to happen. I'm just manifesting it right now. Yeah, no, the cow, the cow palace is a great place for them to show up. I will say this, though, because I'm a little nervous. Hmm. I'm afraid they're going to have a horrible um, mic system. Not, no, not a mic system. Oh, I don't. Okay. I feel like they're not going to get a great turnout for Rampage for sure, because it already looks mm-hmm. like it's not. Uh, yeah. They might have to paper that show. Um in Revolution, I just hope San Francisco doesn't get blamed for having, you know, because it's not traditionally the greatest market in the world for, like, WWE. You know what I mean? Right. Like, look at the mm-hmm. last time Raw came here. You know, even when Michael, our co-host Michael went, you know, it was probably, like, the wor- one of the worst, like, <laughs> like the worst attended shows in Raw history. Yeah, but that was, like, really early post-COVID, right? Yeah. Uh, I hate saying right. post-COVID, but, you know, post-restrictions. No, dude, COVID's over, dude. It's fine. We got RSV now. Yeah, we got we got the Death Star to wear. See, this is cup got the Death Star right there. Nice. We got to worry about. Anyways, let's get out Andor's of here. Andor's so let's good. Let's get out of here. Andor's good. I recommend. Andor. Andor. And all right. All right. That's uh, you know, Rogue Rogue One, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is Cassian's I, origin I, story. I, I I watched Rogue One. I did, but. All right. Do <laughs> zone. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week uh, for City Wrestling Radio. I am Corey Smith. I am extremely tired. Jose Segura. And we will see you next week where we're going to talk about all the latest wrestling news, uh, rumors, and things going on that we have to fill our time. See you guys next time. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care. Bye.